0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam, and I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. That's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Me and Bonnie are recording today, so if you hear a little jingling going on, that's the puppy, so she's uh, she's not really a puppy, she's nine, but all dogs are puppies to me. She's chilling on my lap today, needing a little extra love, so um, we're coming at you today to talk about a really great topic called shoulding, yes, shoulding. So I remember a few years back, I wrote a podcast or a blog post, I mean, about like quit shooting all over yourself and people were like, what? So I was thinking about it um, after a conversation that I had yesterday with a client and I was like, man, this is going to be a great thing to dive into because it's so important. And I think no matter where you are in your journey of life, that you can definitely benefit from a reminder about this. So we're going to go ahead and dive into that topic. Okay, so to get us started, I think we've all had those situations where we're doing things a certain way or we're saying, th- saying yes to a lot of things or showing up a specific way because we think we're supposed to, because we think we should, because we feel like we should be doing it this way because we think we should be showing up this way because we're supposed to be this way. And all of those belief systems are placed on us from all kinds of different areas, you know. It's from our upbringing. It's from society. It's from school. It's from friends. It's from our desire to please people or to be loved, um, to be seen a specific way, or to please everyone, right? Like a lot of the times we, we take on responsibility for things in the way that isn't always healthy, meaning we think it's our job to show up a specific way or be everything to everyone, I think there's a song about that somewhere. And if I had one of those drums where I could do ba dum bum that's what I would be doing right now. (laughs) Anyways, it's, it's definitely one of those things that causes us to overextend ourselves in a way that isn't helping anyone, actually. But we don't see it that way. We don't talk enough about it. There's not enough conversation happening around... How often we put ourselves in not a great position because we th- we're shooting all over ourselves. Like we're um, jam-packing our week or our schedule because we think we're supposed to or we think we have to work this many hours in order to be successful or we think we have to take this many meetings or we have to you know, go to every single thing we're invited to um, because we feel guilty or bad or we don't want to miss out on something. So this conversation could go a lot of directions. We could get really deep on like self-worth and belief in ourselves and things like that and how that affects this. And maybe we will. We'll just keep on going and see where we, where it takes us. But it's all so directly affected. And that's the really interesting part about it is that I think that we get caught up in the like being a yes man, right? And like, well, I better say yes because what if I miss an opportunity or I better say Yes, because my friend might be mad at me if I don't go or my mom might be mad at me or, you know, I may not look like I really care or look like I'm trying really hard or look like I'm working enough if I don't say yes, so I should go. But the fact of the matter is, is like in that capacity of saying yes so much and showing up for reasons that aren't your reasons, that aren't serving you or aren't your decisions, then you're really not – doing anyone a service when you do that, especially not yourself. So what we tend to do is we say yes to all of these things and it causes us to put all of our own stuff on the back burner. It causes us to create stress in our own worlds in such an interesting way where like we're not even enjoying ourselves anyways and instead we're just constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses and trying to keep up with what we think we're supposed to do or what some guru somewhere wrote in a blog post or in a video of how you're supposed to do it because if you don't do it this way, then you're not going to be successful. And the fact is, is like, we need to start taking a little bit more responsibility for ourselves, but also having a little bit more belief in our own abilities to figure shit out and to do have trial and error because that's what it's all about. Um, I was having a conversation yesterday, actually, with a woman I was introduced to from a, a friend um, about systems in her business. And she's like, oh, so you seem to have all these different systems set up. I'm like, well, I mean, I've been running my business this way for about five years, you know? So I've kind of trial and errored my way through a lot of systems that didn't work. Or when I first went into business working with other people or like running other people's businesses, um, you know, 10, over 10 years ago, I don't even know how many years ago, uh, I never had people that were willing to purchase programs to organize things. So I didn't have anybody saying how I should be doing it because my bosses at the time weren't willing to buy into any of these systems. So I had to create something and make it work. And that happened through commitment to – that comes from commitment to – tweaking it as needed as you go along that's something that I teach my clients in the operation do group when we're talking about planning is there's no perfect cookie cutter way to do something that's going to work for every single person but there's a place to start and then you start there and you start with with the shooting thing right like you start in small increments of saying you know what like this doesn't really feel good for me at all like why am I doing this or why am I doing it this way and you start to question those things and think is there a better way doesn't have to make sense to anyone else if it's working for you then that's all that really matters if it's working for your greater good right and it's serving you then that's all that really matters and I think we got to step outside of this old belief that's been placed on all of us and start to look at things a little differently and through the lens of of um, options but also through the lens of taking self-responsibility and saying oh I could do it differently this way and it would actually be really fun or it would remove like 18 steps from the other process that someone told me I should use and I'm still getting the same end result, which is amazing, but it's taking me half the amount of time. But a lot of times we are so caught up in the rat race, right? Like we're so caught up in the day-to-day that we're not paying attention to all of the details because we're not being present. We're just going through the motions in such a a unique way or such a non-intentional way right that we miss some of these things we miss the ability to tweak stuff that might not really be working very well or things that are causing issues and preventing us from being proactive um we don't even see it because we think that's how we're supposed to do it and that's the only option so it's a really interesting Dynamic, But it's one of those things that like you can definitely hire someone and go through and talk about, you know, what's going on in your world and how you feel about it. And if you want it to, you're not really happy about the way that it's working or how it's flowing and have them be able to give you outside perspective. And another way you can do that, though, is you can do that yourself and sit down and think, okay, why do I do X, Y and Z operation this way? what's the root of the reason and keep asking yourself, why do I do it this way? What's the reason? Where did this come from? And a lot of times you'll find that the reason you do it that way comes from because someone said you should. And it doesn't have to always be that way. So like, for example, I, in my, me doing my budget, I've been working really diligently on this like really cool new version of my budget and it's been really fun and I've taken, which is really big for me to say that it's been fun because I used to completely avoid managing money at all like for a lot of my life and so I've been, but I've been working on this new way to manage my money and I took a couple courses and I took some, I read some books, you know, and I've taken bits and pieces of each one of those books and been able to create my own thing. Because, example, you know, Dave Ramsey's method is amazing, but I'm not willing to make that full-blown commitment. I know that I could or I should, according to some experts, but I don't want to do that. Um, You know, I don't want to only eat the same exact thing every week and only spend this exact dollar amount like, it's just not the way that I want to do things. And that's my choice, you know? And then I, but I took things from pieces of his mythology and then also like from the Millionaire Mind and from Amanda Francis and from all of these different avenues and have created this really cool new thing. But it takes time. Like, it takes me being committed to saying, I don't want to do it the way I was doing it before and trying to fit in, trying to fit myself into these square pegs or square holes, I should say, whatever, you know the expression, that someone else says is the only way to do it wasn't working for me either. So I was getting frustrated and I was like, wait a minute, like, why are you frustrated? And it's because everyone said I should put this percentage into this account and I should put this percentage into that account. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense for me though. You know, for example, they would say like, I think it's like 55% of your income should go to your necessities, which would be like all of your fixed expenses. Your living expenses or whatever. And realistically, like my fixed expenses are higher than that. And I'm not overspending. Like I'm not spending money on shit that I don't need. So it didn't make sense for me. And I was like having a stressful moment there for a minute. And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, this doesn't work. I can't lower my rent. I can't, you know, whatever. Cut out my assistant, cut out my team, like do all these things. Like, no, this is my expense amount. And then just because it doesn't fit in someone else's percentage bracket that they're telling me I should be utilizing doesn't mean that I'm wrong. If I wasn't fitting to that percentage bracket, so here's the part of self-responsibility, guys, listen up. If I wasn't fitting into that percentage bracket because I was blowing fucking money on bullshit all the time and I was spending like, I don't know, I was online shopping constantly, which used to be a problem for me, no joke. But if I was spending money and blowing money on things that I didn't need or want, or absolutely have to have, right, or things that I didn't have the money to utilize if I was basically living beyond my means and then complaining that I can't stay within this percentage boundary, like, that's a problem, right? That's not a healthy place to be. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not saying that you should say, fuck all the rules, I'm throwing everything out the window, and then use that as an excuse to be irresponsible. That's not what I'm saying. That's where your self-responsibility piece comes in. You have to believe in yourself and be really real about what you want things to be like and why. And then that's when you can alter it. Um so if you think about that on like a personal level in in engagements, so or your time spent stretching yourself really thin as far as agreeing to phone calls or events or you know, showing up and doing so many things as pulling your time and really draining you, checking yourself on that is a big piece because sometimes we do those things because it's self-fulfilling or it, or it boosts our ego or it makes us feel good. And in some cases, that's not a bad thing. But if it's not – if it's preventing you from feeling good, from serving yourself or from actually moving forward with progress on your own shit – Then that's an issue. That's when you have to say, okay, I have Twitch shitting all over myself. Like, this isn't working. I go through this even – like, I reset my whole um, time management a couple years ago. And then even still sometimes I'll have a couple – I'll have like a week where I'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, it happened to me a few weeks ago where I was looking at my calendar. I'm like – it was Wednesday morning and I was already drained. And I was like, how the hell has it only been two days into the freaking week? Like, what the hell? And I looked at my schedule and I'm like, yeah, it's because you overcommitted. Like you overcommitted to a bunch of things that you, know, that you know historically in your own data, in your own world, don't serve you well. To do that many of those engagements in one week doesn't serve you properly. It drains every piece of you and it creates this little bump in the road that then you have to, you know, get back from or whatever. And so... That is something, again, from checking in and having self awareness and taking self responsibility. It's not like I stopped what I was doing and canceled all those things that week, because in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that dramatic. If it was that dramatic, I would have. But I also was like, okay, lesson learned. Like next week, we'll go back to the way we've been doing things. Like we don't overcommit. And so, you know, it's just learning your own rules and learning what suits you. And that's no one else's, no one else gets to dictate what that means but you. So I know that being that I can't – if I commit to doing like one, one lunch – more than one lunch meeting a week, like it just throws my whole schedule off. Like I have to – I spend a lot of my day committed to pouring my energy into other human beings through my clients, right? Pouring my energy into other human beings through writing. But a lot of times it's one-on-one interactions on the phone or in in-person meetings and that, in itself, is a balancing act for me, and I know it. so if I throw in several lunches for the week, I don't get any of my other stuff done, or I don't feel well um like the things that move my business forward are I'm required to touch you know several times a week, and so I've learned through the years that that doesn't work well for me, and I was over committing to these lunch meetings all the time um with like friends or family members, especially, and it was. Draining me from being productive in other aspects of the week. And I just, I had to ask myself, like, why are you doing this? Like, it's not helping you. Why? Like, why are you doing that? And so it's a kind of a weird little reality because you think, okay, well, there's, I mean, it's just a lunch, right? Like, pff, it's just a lunch and shouldn't be that big of a deal. And it's not that it's a big deal and it's not that you're being a baby or something about it. It's just that realistically speaking, it pulls your attention away for two to three hours. In the middle of the fucking day, right? When you have shit to do. And that's not anything other than a real like than a fact. So having those boundaries, which is what we're gonna start talking about uh, now, having those boundaries is important. But boundaries only work if you enforce them. If you're clear and you enforce them. So Basically, um I learned this little tidbit from my therapist. If you're feeling used, drained, resentful, um aggravated, it uh, can potentially be a sign that your boundaries are being not being held up, right? That somebody is you feel like someone's taking advantage of you or um is, you know, sucking more from you than you want them to. And a lot of times when we look at that, it is our own boundary because we create a lot of these situations. We teach people how to treat us, which is an ugly thing and a lot of people don't want to admit that and they get real pissed at me (laughs) when I say that to them. But the truth is you do. Like you teach people how to treat you. And so you then have to take the self-responsibility when that happens, when you're feeling resentment or you're feeling used or you're feeling not appreciated. Um or like it's a very one-sided situation where people are just pulling, and pulling, and pulling from you, you have to say, okay, where can I insert a boundary or where do I reinforce a boundary I've already created? And then you have to continue to do that through the growing pain situation. So here's what I mean. When you set a boundary, that means that you're going to behave differently or you're not going to accept the same behavior that you have in the past. People will tend to push back. Like it makes them uncomfortable. It's not like you're saying, hey, friend, here's my boundary. Don't fucking cross it. No. Your behavior is what speaks that, right? You have to adjust the way that you're showing up and what you're doing in order to really enforce that boundary. It's not about saying it, you know, specifically to them. That's not the thing. It's living it and it's honoring yourself in that way. And and a lot of times when we do that, it's kind of an ugly reality check. But people don't know what to do when you start to behave differently because they're used to you answering the phone every time they call or they're used to you having conversations with them all day long about their business, answering questions all day long or whatever it is. Like If you've allowed a boundary to get lax and created a different agreement there's different social contract per se with them and now you're shifting it, they get uncomfortable with that. Other people, and this is all very subconscious for the most part um, or unconscious mind for the most part of other people, is that they don't realize they're like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Like what are we doing here? And so then they, they tend to push back and then they don't even realize. It's not intentional, just so you know. Like it's not intentional, but it gets uncomfortable for you. It'll get uncomfortable for you. So you just, I'm telling you this because I want you to be prepared. But when you can push through those moments where it's uncomfortable and it's aggravating and it isn't fun to take responsibility over and over again for the fact that this is even happening in the first place, but you kind of have to. And so when you do that and you say, okay, I built this beast. I created this monster. This is from my design. So I have – but I have to hold up my standard. I have to hold up my end of the bargain so that this doesn't continue. So that this doesn't continue to be something that's making me feel – So I don't know about you, but I fucking hate feeling used. I don't like being – feeling resentment. I don't like – feeling like it's a one-sided relationship or a one-sided friendship or anything like that or like that my time's not being respected i don't enjoy that i don't think anybody fucking enjoys that right but again sometimes we're we think in our head oh but we're supposed to serve other people so we should be available twenty four seven all the time and answer our phone every single time it fucking rings and i'm like says who that's the question I want you to ask yourself a lot. I have clients come to me and say, I set this up. I'm doing it this way, blah, 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 but it makes me not feel great. And I don't know. This isn't working. And I'm like, so why'd you set it up that way? I'm like, well, because blah, 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 this is how it's supposed to be. And I said, says who? And then there's always radio silence on the other end of the phone when I say says who? Because we don't know. We've no, a lot of times we don't know why we set it up that way. So it's always those really cool moments where we can say, oh, this could be different. Okay. So those realizations are huge. So you can ask yourself that if you're getting frustrated with something or something's not working, you can ask yourself, hold on a minute, says who? Like who says I should do it that way? And that's when you can start making adjustments. So as far as the level of boundaries go, when it comes to shoulding, and a lot of like the case that keeps coming to mind the most is over in, um, over promising, right? Like saying you're going to be every single place, even if it's not possible, or even if you're putting yourself, you're, you're stretching yourself too thin to where you're going to be basically ran ragged and not even have time to like, you know, eat lunch or something like that, let alone like take a shower because you filled your shits, your schedule is your shit. Hello. Filled your schedule. So, crazily that there's not even time for you to fucking breathe in between like that's not hustle guys that's stupid like i'm just being honest like that's where you're gonna burn out like it's impossible for you to to do that every single day and continue to feel fulfilled and continue to feel healthy and well and do your job well eventually it will catch up with you and you will have resentment towards all of the things and that's what we're trying to avoid I run a very very strict boundary level right in my world I have this very cool place um, of balance discipline and like happiness and peace but I have to work diligently to, to keep it that way but I also work really hard and I work a lot and that's okay too. But I do it in a very different way now because I used to think I had to show up this way. And you know when I worked in a predominantly male-dominated industry, and so I had to be louder and faster and bigger and better than every other man there because I was the only girl and I just wasn't always taken seriously. So it was extremely important that I worked harder and longer hours and I showed up and I had a better presentation and I was brighter and louder than everyone else. So... That was where my mind was, you know, in in that part of my life. So when I transitioned out of that and into not wanting to live that way anymore, it took a lot of time to say, hold on a minute, I don't have to work that way. And I remember having a moment a couple years into running my own business full time where I was like, I think I can't remember who it was. It was one of my coaches said it to me. They were like, why are you doing it that way? Like, this is why you start your own business. You can do things your way. You don't have to run your schedule where you're working from 7 a.m. Like, you're on the phone from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't. And so that's when I started really shifting and, and creating really fucking solid boundaries with myself and with my business. And I continue to tweak them as I move forward. And that would be the ideal thing to remember is that this isn't a one and done thing Um, you don't create a boundary and then walk away from it and that's how it works like you have to stay true to yourself and respect yourself enough to hold those boundaries strong even when it's uncomfortable at first because it is uncomfortable at first because unfortunately we would love to think that other people will automatically constantly respect our boundaries but even the people who really hear you and really love you and really want to do that they're not you. It's not their boundary. So unfortunately, human nature steps in, right? And they don't always withhold it, which doesn't feel good. But you get to change how that operation continues to go, right? Do you continue to allow someone to push and push and push your boundary to the point where it could potentially end a relationship or end a friendship? Um Or do you continue to stay clear about your boundary and hold it up so it's a it's a tricky little balance a tricky little place to be but i think that we've all been there where we've had to reinforce those things or create what that means for us like what are we willing to do and what are we not willing to do what are we willing to accept and what are we not willing to accept? Like how do we want our life to run? You get, you have the beauty of asking yourself that question. Even if you have a nine to five job and you're listening to this or like, you know, you work for someone else, you have the ability to, within the boundaries or the um, requirements of your job, create some things that are your own, create some things that serve you and give you the ability to get your job done and serve your the business, or your your clients, or whomever you're working with, and also serve yourself too. It is definitely possible, um, but it does take committing to creating that situation and hold and understanding like what are the boundaries. So maybe that's something that I'll leave you with as you walk away from this this conversation and start paying attention to places where you do feel drained. Things that leave you feeling drained or feeling used or aggravated or resentful. When those emotions show up, I welcome you to ask yourself, hold on a minute, where are you coming from? Why are you here? What is, what is causing this feeling? Because when you can start to identify that, that's when you can start to recognize where you need to change what you're allowing where you maybe need to have a conversation with someone or you need to insert a boundary or reinforce an existing boundary. Um, or maybe you need to take a step back. A lot of times if we – sometimes we have resentment or different – some of those feelings because we're trying to overly control a situation that's not ours to control. So sometimes you have to look at, okay, what do I have the ability to control you know, in this situation? And most of that is you. You can't control other people and what they're going to do or say, but you can control you. You can control what you allow, what you accept, how you reply, whether you, you know, you don't have to show up to every argument you're invited to. I always love that comment. Um, But you get to stand in that place of honoring yourself, standing in your own power, and know that that's not selfish, please. Like, that's, that's a big piece. Like, you're not being presumptuous or cocky or selfish by saying no. Actually, I don't have time for that because here's what you have to understand. People will not respect your time if you don't respect your time. 100%. Trust me, been there, lived it, know the difference, absolutely understand. So if you don't respect your time and your boundary or your hours of operation or whatever it might be, other people aren't going to respect it either. So that's the kicker. Ask yourself that when you feel those feelings as you're paying attention in the next you know, couple of weeks and think, is this a time thing? Like, am I not respecting my own time? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Or is this just I'm not being clear? Or where can I be more proactive? Like just asking those questions will allow you to stop shooting all over yourself in a place where you're always frantic and you're always pulled so thin that nothing's actually getting completed and nothing's actually feeling good. Um, Because at the end of the day, that's what matters. We want to get things done. We want to move forward. But we also want to feel good. More times than we don't, right? I don't believe that everyone's going to feel good all the time. That's just not how life works. But I do believe that we should be more focused on feeling good as much as we can. And as much as we can create that. And only we can create that. No one else can make you happy but you. And that's a big, that's another conversation for another day. But I want to leave you with that. So I hope that this is helpful. I hope that maybe you had some aha moments with the different examples um, and the different scenarios that I lined out there for you. So if you guys have any questions, as always, there's an email address below in the show notes. You can always email me directly. I'm always open to the conversation, and I love it when I hear back from you guys. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or on your story on Instagram or on Facebook and tag me. I would love to see it. I appreciate it very much. That helps me get this message in front of more people, which is our overall goal is to help more as many people as we can. So thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please make sure that you do that. And if you feel called to leave a review, we appreciate that and I love reading them. Thank you guys so much for being here. Go out into the world and do good things and pay attention to what's going on for you and start seeing how maybe you can make some tweaks to living your life on your terms because after all, that's what this is all about, right? Until next time, guys, love you very much. Have a good rest of your week.